Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. In the last hours, a major bombshell in the case of a little boy gunned down dead sitting in the car in traffic with mommy. We now know an arrest of two people has gone down, a man and a woman. And he said, mommy, my my tummy hurts. So she went and she picked him up and he was bleeding on her. She had blood on her clothes and then he started turning blue and that's when the ambulance took him and that was the last time that my mom saw him alive. He passed away. Please help us find the people that did this to my little brother. He's only six, and he was so sweet. He was a very, very loving boy. So please help us find who did this to him. You are hearing six-year-old Aiden's sister Alexis begging for help. And believe me, thousands of people, including you, including us, all of us, joined together to try and find the person that murdered a six-year-old little boy shooting into the car at mommy after a traffic argument in the last hours. Listen. These videos and photos are from Marcus Anthony Ariz's Instagram account. 24-year-old Ariz was arrested along with 23-year-old Wynn Lee. According to CHP officers, 6-year-old Aiden Leos's mom was driving her Chevrolet on the 55 North coming up to the 22 in Orange. That's when she was involved in a road rage incident with a driver and passenger in a white Volkswagen station wagon over a perceived unsafe lane change. Officers say someone in that VW fired at least one round at the Chevrolet, hitting and killing the young boy who was riding in the back of his mom's car in a booster seat. We are now hearing the names Marcus Anthony Ariz and Wynn Lee 
a man and his girlfriend. You were just hearing ABC7, Jessica DeNova, but now listen to ABC7 Eyewitness News. Listen. We spoke with a neighbor at this apartment building where police say the suspects were arrested more than two weeks after that fatal shooting. John Dougherty tells us over the last several years he has seen Ariz walking around the building but didn't speak much to him. You described him as arrogant. Yeah, he, I thought I, just the way he walked, the way he talked. Way I, I didn't really hear him talk, but he walked like he's, you know, he's a badass guy, you know. I know he had a couple of guns in there too, so I know that. <laughs> this neighbor says he saw CHP officers in the parking lot most of the morning Sunday. Then he heard arrest happen in the afternoon, saw a woman handcuffed on the ground. Joining me, an all-star panel to make sense and process what we are just learning, a man and a woman, he allegedly a, quote, gun nut. In the case of a six-year-old little boy, Aiden, riding in the back seat with mommy on a booster seat, when suddenly he's shot. What we know is that the bullet entered the back of mommy's vehicle, traveled through the vehicle to kill little Aiden. With me, Wendy Patrick, California prosecutor, author of Red Flags at WendyPatrickPhD.com, host of Today with Dr. Wendy, KCBQ San Diego, Dr. Jillian Peterson, forensic psychologist at Hamline University in St. Paul, expert on shootings and violence prevention, Dr. Michelle Dupree, forensic pathologist, former medical examiner, and author of the Homicide Investigation Field Guide, and former detective with Lexington County as well, Karen L. Smith, senior lecturer, University of Florida host, Shattered Souls podcast at Karen's Forensics, also barebonesforensics.com, Spencer Corson, founder, president, Corson Security Group at CorsonSecurityGroup.com and author of The Safety Trap. And you can find him at TheSafetyTrap.com. But now to Alexis Terezchuk, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, Alexis, first, I want to hear about the arrest and what we know about this man and his mistress. What do we know? So what we know is he is 24 years old. His girlfriend is 23 years old. They live together, and they were arrested on Sunday, June 6th. What do we know about them as people? He has been caught on video, target practicing, nothing wrong with that. But it's been said that he is obsessed with guns. Um, Why would he have a gun in the vehicle with me? And who is the woman that was allegedly driving the car? So his Instagram, which was public until hours after he, almost 24 hours after he was arrested, it was still available, had years, going back at least four years, pictures and videos of him with various types of weapons, an AR-15 rifle that he was using for target practice. Everything he used in his videos was target practice, but multiple posts of guns. And in fact, his most recent post, which was just days before Aiden was killed, showed a homemade gun. He had fashioned his own gun. Couldn't really tell what it was. Wait, 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 wait. A homemade gun. Did you just say a homemade gun? I did. Okay, stop right there. To Spencer Corson, founder, president, Corson Security Group, a homemade gun. Now, listen, I took target practice every six months for the full 10 years I was in the district attorney's office. All right? But making your own gun, that's a whole nother level. 
Who would make their own gun? So I think it's important that we, we when we say he was making his own gun, he was modifying his own weapon platform, which means okay, that he was. Okay, stop right there. Spencer, you know what? I like you. I really do. I think you're smart. I like your book. I like what you stand for. But don't start with me. Right. Okay. Well, don't. when you say make your own gun, people think that they're like, printing it out with dead. a dead. And according to cops, the woman drove the car while the boyfriend hung out like it's the wild, wild west, like he's James Bond, and starts shooting. That's in the movies. But he didn't shoot a KGB spy. He shot a six-year-old little boy on a a booster seat. So don't start with me. You're 1,000% correct. And that is exactly what these posts that that he shows on his social media demonstrate. That he is untrained. His, did that you say? Did he say modify his gun platform? Is that what you said? His Instagram posts demonstrate a blatant disregard for the proper use of weapons and a reckless disrespect for their capability. I didn't and think you'd say it again. Infatuation with Nancy. There's a difference between making your own gun, which means printing it at home, and modifying a gun that you bought at a store. Mm-hmm. And to say that he made his own gun would be inaccurate misrepresent the facts and would okay. paint an what does improper it mean picture in the mind of the in audience. your mind to modify your own gun. Imagine if you buy a car and you put on a new muffler. He bought a rifle and put on a new optic. Alexis Tereshuk, you said he made his own gun. Before we get so in an all out what? In the picture, this it looks like it, it at first glance this does not look like a gun. It looks like a piece of metal but in a T-shape, so maybe an odd T, so maybe then you think, okay, it is a gun. But it is clamped in metal, so he, he's welding it. You know, he worked in an automobile um, place where they fix cars, so he, he yeah. you know, can do welding and things like that. So, it, But it's in a clamp as if, you know, he has formed this metal that, that is not in the... I am not a gun expert, so to me it does not look like a gun that so I... So he's really not just adding on... Um, Let's just say a silencer, which is totally illegal. He's whoa, whoa, whoa. actually just, welding. I'm looking at his Instagram together. right now, and the pieces that he are welding together are car parts. The schematics above it are for a car. None of this is for a weapon. Okay, you and I can fight, have a little hair fight about how he is modifying his gun platform. But I know this, you know, and I'm going to go to a shrink on this. Dr. Jillian Peterson, I know this. Where you put your time and your energy and your money, there lies your heart. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. 
That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. You spend all your time, all your energy, all your money on your children, that's your heart. Or on the church, that's your heart. On porn, on drugs, on whatever, on guns. That is where your heart is, Dr. Jillian Peterson. Yeah, Nancy, I think that's right. Um, I study mass shooters and have interviewed a lot of perpetrators, and we see this same fascination, obsession with guns where it is their main hobby. And in some cases, I think it gives them this sense of power and control to be handling and using guns all the time that they might not have in other areas of their life. Okay, hold on right there. A sense of power and control that they may not have in other areas of their life. Let me be clear. I support the right to bear arms. I support it. It's in our Constitution. There are times I'm not happy about the the outcome of it. But I support the right to have a gun. I don't like guns because I'm a gun violence victim. But I want to follow up with you, Dr. Jillian Peterson. This is not about taking away anybody's gun. I want to talk to you about no. what you just said, the sense of power, because I'm, I'm bringing it back to the road rage incident, that feeling of I'm going to get them, that B-I-T-C-H shot a bird at me, screw her. You get your gun out, hanging out your window like a, James Bond or Born Identity and start shooting at this car and you don't shoot a KGB agent. You shoot a six-year-old little boy sitting on his booster seat. That feeling of power, that get back, that revenge. Tell me about that, Dr. Jillian Peterson. Yeah, this is a crime that we would call reactionary violence, right? It's not, there's not a purpose to it. It's not planned out. There's no reason for it. It's impulsive. It's irrational. It's angry. It's stupid. Um, somebody triggered him and the gun was sitting right there and he spends a lot, a lot, I a lot like, of time. I don't like anything you're saying because I don't like that new word triggered. It triggered me because people are shifting blame. There's a lot of blame shifting going on right now about that triggered me. Wendy Patrick, California prosecutor, author, red flags. It triggered her. B.S. B.S. Because somebody's shooting a bird at you, if you cut them off for traffic and you have a little argument on the road, that is not a trigger. Uh, no. When you shoot into that car, it's there is no justification for that. You know, the old adage, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Words or gestures, which equal a message, 
are not justification for shooting. That is not a trigger. Trigger, the word, is being used to justify all sorts of things right now. I don't like it. Yeah, Nancy, you're bringing up a great distinction between why does one have a gun, all right? You had to do target practice. You were a DA. Our other guests may have them for self-defense. But this is for solving problems, which is absolutely unbelievably ridiculous. You don't use a gun and don't use violence to solve problems like this. This is somebody who felt slighted and saw violence as a solution. That is the difference. And when you look at mass shooters and people that actually use violence as some kind of a justification, we want to make sure we don't get caught up in exactly what you said. There isn't a way you can justify this being a trigger. Violence is not a solution, and having a gun in the car, as opposed to at home for self-defense perhaps, <clears throat> having a gun in the car is not going to fly as some sort of a, a justification, or even, Nancy, as a, a circumstance in mitigation. I guess, Dr. Jillian Peterson, you, like Spencer Corson, You guys are the experts in your fields, okay? I'm accepting what the two of you are saying as being correct. Well, Nancy, I would I need to apologize because I just re-looked at this. Oh dear Lord in heaven. Alexis Tereshek, are you listening? I I I was wrong. He is building a homemade version of a Mac eleven. It is known as a Cobra M eleven. It is a at home assault weapon that he is fabricating in his shop. I am, I am in disbelief. I cannot believe I got this wrong. I can't I, believe I we got I, they wild, Alexis and I got wildly, it right. It, wildly <laughs> inappropriate in my, in my earlier assessment. Uh, spanky, spanky, and can we get back that, to Abe? Can we get off you for a minute, Spencer, as fascinating as you are, and get back on the six-year-old little boy? I want to get back to, and I'm going to come back to this, that this guy is hunched over his workbench making a gun at night. But I want to figure out how that factors into what he did, according to police, to this little boy. And Dr. Julian Peterson, like Corson, like Karen, like Dr. Dupree, you guys are the experts in your fields. I bow to your superior knowledge in your area. And Dr. Jillian Peterson, when you say trigger, yes, that may have triggered him when the mommy shot a bird at him because of a cutoff in the in the in the lanes. But triggering is being used as a justification for bad acts, which under the law, not a justification. The only time you can shoot under the law is when, for self-defense. I'm not talking about target practice. I'm not shooting it. I'm talking about clay pigeons. I'm talking about in a situation when you shoot at a person, the only time that that is acceptable under the law is in self-defense or accident. That's it. There's no triggering. That is BS. That it triggered him I, to start. Yes, jump in. Yeah, so I want to be clear. I'm. There is nothing that justifies what he did. And I, you know, I'm a parent of young kids. I have a seven-year-old boy. This one is a gut punch for me. There's absolutely nothing that can justify this. When I say trigger, I think of it, and it's a bad word, I agree, as a, from a psychological standpoint. That's what set him off. What pushes people over the edge. It's kind of this slow build. And then the last thing that actually causes violence in many ways is so bizarre and it's so irrational that it, it's hard to make sense of it. Guys, how did, and we'll 
digress in a moment back to Spencer Corson about how he's making homemade gun and Alexis and I are going to take great satisfaction in that triumphant moment. Uh, but back in the middle of the road, let's get out of the weeds. Take a listen to our cut 15. This is ABC seven eyewitness news. How did they catch this guy and his girlfriend? It's the critical new clue in the search for Aiden Leos's killer, a photo of the suspect's vehicle. How are those people living with themselves right now? That's what's angering me. You know, I just don't get it. They're not going to get away with this. You know, one way or the other, they're going to get what is coming to them. The car described by the CHP as a 2018 or 19 white VW Golf Sport Wagon. The license plate unknown. The female driver and male passenger in the car. The deadly road rage shooting erupting last Friday as Aiden's mother was taking him to school. I just hope whoever sees the car, or maybe who knows who owns it, um, will, you know, come forward and, you know, allow this family to have some peace and to, um, you know, give justice to Aiden. A gun-toting auto shop worker, age 24, along with a 23-year-old girlfriend, arrested in a road rage incident shooting death of a six-year-old little boy, Aiden Leos. That's the bombshell. That's the breaking news right now. Now, how did they track him down? That's what I'm trying to figure out. When we last met, we were talking about how to catch this killer. And we all speculated it would have to do with the make and model of the vehicle of the shooter and the tag number. But the video didn't accurately catch the tag number. It had to be enhanced. That takes time. Thousands of tips pouring in. Take a listen to our cut 16. This is John Finoglio, KTLA5. I've been praying for these people. I mean, they shouldn't take this kid's life. A collective sigh of relief and a step closer to justice for Aiden Leos. I'm glad they got this person. That's one of the evilest things I've ever heard is somebody shooting into a car on the freeway and then killing a kid. The California Highway Patrol announcing the arrest of two suspects in the road rage shooting death of the six-year-old boy last month. They've been identified as 24-year-old Marcus Anthony Aries and 23-year-old Wynn Lee. CHP says the couple was arrested at their Costa Mesa home Sunday afternoon. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. For those of you just joining us, a major break in the case of the shooting death of little six-year-old Aiden with the arrest of two very unlikely suspects, a 24-year-old auto worker and his girlfriend. Take a listen to Zareen Shaw speaking with the mom, our cut 16. What are your worries for the person who did this? They took my son's life away. And he was beautiful and he was kind and he was precious and you killed him for no reason and I want to find them and I want there to be justice to be served for my son I was driving on the freeway and there was a car behind me that cut me off abruptly I was in the carpool lane with my son And as I started to merge away from them, I heard a really loud noise. And my son said, ow. And I had to pull over. And he got shot. Take a listen to more from our friend Zareen Shaw speaking with Mommy Joanna. Officials say it's unclear what sparked the incident, but say the bullet went through the trunk, hitting the toddler in a back booster seat. Joanna frantically trying to save her child. I pulled over and I took him out of the car. And I I tried to put my hand on his wounds while calling 911. Because he's losing a lot of blood. Aiden dying a short while later. He sang all the time and... Uh, the children at the preschool, everybody loved him. This is a once-in-a-lifetime kid. I miss him. And the person who did this can't get away with it. How did they track him? How have they caught the two? And Garen, let me guarantee you, this woman is right in the thick of it. She's boiling in the same pot as her boyfriend, the Trigger Man. Take a listen to KTLA. We're looking for a white sedan. If you were traveling northbound 55 in the city of Orange between 7.55 this morning and 8.15, especially if your vehicle has a dash cam, we want want to see that video and see what we can see because it was a white sedan that we're looking for. Viewers saw images of what was been described as a gray-colored sedan, a Chevy sedan. Have you spoken to the, the mother who was driving that vehicle? Our investigators are talking to her. We're trying to get as much information as we can. Um, it was a silver Chevrolet sedan. So let's go straight out to Alexis Tereschuk, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. Alexis Tereschuk, um, tell me what we know about how the perps were caught. So the description of the car changed a little bit. When they were saying there it was a sedan, it ended up being a station wagon, and they described it. So they said there's a, it was a white VW, maybe a Gulf station wagon. Then, okay, wait, wait, wait. A white yeah. VW, Acadia... Golf station wagon. Is that what you just said? White VW Golf station wagon, not Acadia. Yeah, that's two different things. So, all right. That's hardly in my mind a getaway car. Did you, a station wagon? No, it's like, it's like your mom car. 
All right, go ahead. So then they knew the direction the traffic was going. They knew the direction the car was going. The police actually got a picture of the actual mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit north of there. Um, actually, the car was seen in Riverside, which is not just a little bit north. It, it's a good 45 minutes away from where they were. And so they had a picture of it. But the license plate was the angle of the photo was just it wasn't straight on from the back or the front. We have plates on both sides in California. So they the police had to do they had to enhance the image and they were able to see a little bit. But in the meantime, they released this picture to the public so that people could know exactly what it looked like. And hundreds of tips started pouring in hundreds, hundreds, not one or two. They said hundreds of tips came in about the vehicle and people who thought they had seen it. And there was, it started off, someone started a GoFundMe for the family. There was $10,000. All of a sudden, it, people found out more about it. They donated to this family, and they donated so much money. The family put this up for a reward. They said, here's $50,000. If you will tell us what happened, we will give you $50,000. The city council members, two of them donated money. More money was donated. The reward is up to five hundred thousand dollars for people that give information to catch these folks and so this was a huge incentive wow and the tips came and that, yeah. that that is huge because i was thinking they did it all based on the video of the car which had to be enhanced it was at such an angle you could barely see the tag plate and i was going crazy about trying to enhance that tag plate but the reality is think of looking at the side of a minivan you're looking at the passenger door you can't read the tag on the front or the back the car was just a little bit beyond that you could see a little slice of the tag you really could not see the tag that reward made the difference i want to go to karen l smith forensic expert lecturer university florida karen i've told this story before the first time i went to apd homicide to work up a, a murder case, I walked by car theft. Car theft is an art. And I learned about this when I, 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 I prosecuted a serial car thief who was obsessed with VWs. And in the end, I mean, I had like 11 or 12 similar transactions on him, all VWs. In the end, he lowered himself into a VW dealership. That's how he finally got caught. But I learned this, every year or other year, cars, whether we see it or not, redesign. And part of that is very often in the tailgates or the headlights. They may add another little tiny panel or they may reconfigure the way that the lights work or how they are positioned on the back to enhance the image of the car. And that is one of the ways one of the ways that car theft experts identify the make and model. They have volumes and volumes at that time. It looked like photo albums of car make and model. Now it's all on computer. It's a lot easier. But that is how they do it, Karen. Yeah, it is. And let me tell you something. That photograph that was taken in Riverside was so Key, along with mm-hmm. public information, Nancy, let's not discount the public coming forward here. They saw something, they said something. And I'm not going to say that it was because the reward was a half a million dollars. I think that people have a conscience. 
And I think that a six-year-old little boy being killed in a car is enough for people to come forward and say, I don't want these thugs out on the road with me. It could have been any one of us. And the fact that this car was found, the forensics inside that car, they can have scrubbed it. They can clean it. I don't care. Every contact leaves a trace, Nancy. You know that as well as I do. And the investigators are going to be scrubbing that car for DNA, for latent prints, for partials, for anything that they can find to put these two people inside that car. To Dr. Michelle Dupree, forensic pathologist, author of Homicide Investigation Field Guide. Dr. Dupree, I understand that this guy, 24-year-old auto worker, gun nut, Marcus Anthony Eris, hung out the window of his girlfriend's car, Wynn Lee, and started firing. One shot went through the back of Mommy's vehicle. How did that end up killing baby Aiden? Nancy, this is, this is a travesty. It's just, it's just tragic. One of the things that's so important about this is that because the bullet went through the trunk of the car, we call that an intermediary target. It expands the bullet. It makes the bullet have much more damaging power because it's not pristine. So when it hits the body, it just does a lot more damage. We would look at the trajectory of where that bullet went into the car and then through the car seat and then into this dear child. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Alexa says her mother was driving her brother to kindergarten at Calvary Chapel in Yorba Linda when a white sedan cut her mom off on the 55 freeway near Chapman in Orange as she tried to switch lanes. Another family member says Aiden's mom made a gesture and that the suspect's car pulled behind them and shot into the back of their car around 8 a.m. She heard something, but she didn't identify it as a gunshot because no one would think that someone just shot a bullet into my car. So, it, yeah, it wasn't until that she grabbed him and 
There was blood all over her clothes. Alexis says the suspect's car was a white Volkswagen Jetta. She says her mom told her that a woman was driving and a man was in the passenger seat. Police scoured the freeway for hours for any clues today and are now searching for little Aiden's killer. We're never full again. He was, he was amazing. And I hope that they know what they took today. The DA made it very clear that the more time that passed without these two coming forward, the less sympathy or empathy he would have with them. And they never did come forward. They were busted based on the video of the Volkswagen vehicle and hundreds of tips that poured in. The reality is Wendy Patrick, California prosecutor and author, she's on the hook just as much as he is. Yeah, that's right. This looks like something that could very well be charged exactly that way as a conspiracy. And you bring up a great point because my predictions did not pan out. My prediction was that perhaps one of the two of these folks would be overcome with the kind of grief that led to all these tips from the public and turn themselves in or confess to somebody. And actually, that is what the local DA said would potentially be examined as a mitigant. But you're right, Nancy, that's not what happened. So now as a result, yes, both the shooter and the driver are going to be on the hook as the facts shake themselves out to see what the respective levels of culpability are going to be. Alexis Tereshuk, CrimeOnline.com. Do we know the caliber of the bullet? And have you seen these mugshots? You can look at them on CrimeOnline.com. The defendant, the male, his eyes are wide open uh, in a very bizarre manner. But I'm looking specifically at the tattoo. He's got all the way across his neck like a, a choker. There is the, quote, dove of peace on his right side um, flying. And then it says, have faith. And that's all I can read because his collar breaks in. I can't read the rest of it. And the girlfriend just... Nothing stands out really about her. So, Alexis, A, what do we know about this guy? What does that tattoo say? And B, do we know the caliber of the weapon? So we, we can only see about the guy. We can only see the tattoo just because it's covered by the shirt. But the interesting thing is all of his pictures for years, there is not a single picture of him on his social media that shows him clean shaven. But here in his mugshot, he has completely looks so different he also had a um a chin piercing like a, a silver ball like that right in his chin right below his lip that's gone in the mugshot as well looks like he drastically changed his appearance from his last social media post which was right you know just a few days before he before the little boy was shot tattoos and crazy eyes that's what i'm seeing so spencer corson founder president corson security group at corsonsecuritygroup.com author of the safety trap who just got in a street fight with myself and alexis terezchuk let's talk about the cobra mac 11 thoughts yes this is a weapon that is only used for one thing and that is to kill people And if you are building this at home, it's because you want to shoot someone. And if you want to shoot someone, you're going to look for an excuse to do so. I mean, a Mac 11. I remember the first time I dealt with a Mac 11, it was two dope dealers that were trying to shoot down another dope dealer. And instead, they shot down a 12-year-old little boy on his way home from band practice. 
nickname Moonbeam, who with his dying breath called out for his mother. That's my experience with a Mac 11. So do you believe in the photo that we see of him, he's putting together or trying to create something like a Mac 11. And what does that mean to you? Not only do I believe it, but he, he flat out says it in the caption that he's making a Cobra Mac 11. And what it says to me is that he wanted to, he wanted to have the, he wanted to behold the power that that weapon would provide. And that his disrespect for that capability and his almost childlike infatuation with their capacity for violence, he was looking for an excuse to shoot someone. He did. And that little boy died as a result. He should, they, I don't know if California has the death penalty, but I certainly hope they do. Uh, this guy, Costa Mesa, California man, Marcus Anthony Aris, Aris, um, we know that he's Winley's boyfriend. She's one year younger than him. They both worked at in the inline Inland Empire in San Bernardino Cal- County. And he's been described as arrogant and noisy. He is a welder. He's a car enthusiast. He worked as an auto body tech. He quit. He took to um he's taken to Instagram quite a lot and i find that very very telling alexis because you find out a lot of people about a lot of people on their social media that they wouldn't normally reveal say on a job interview exactly unless you were applying to work at a target practice place because that is what his instagram is filled with many, many, many videos and pictures of him doing target practice, but also in not just in the controlled environment of, you know, a target practice place inside with with the barriers and, and you have to wear protective eye gear and, and ear protection. There are videos of him just outside using a large, and, and Stephen can talk about what kind of rifle it is, but, it, you know, a large rifle shooting it with one arm, you know, just kind of holding it with one arm and, and flinging it, and it, it goes up in the air as he's shooting far away. I mean, these are, this is sort of a, a cavalier video of him showing off his firearm skills or lack thereof. But he also, strangely enough, you would think that when you had, if you've done this, you know there is a manhunt out there for you because you have to know this. This guy, Marcus, he just last Thursday, he quit his job in January at the auto auto shop just last Thursday he texted his boss and said can I have my job back which I I find just such a strange thing and his boss said she she said we had no idea you know when he quit he left on good terms we had no problem with him he just asked for his job back the other day and then three days later he is finally arrested for this crime to Dr. Jillian Peterson forensic psychologist why do people reveal so much about themselves on social media? It's a good question. I think social media, in some ways, it's sort of the identity that we want to present to the world, right? We get to create whatever we want and present ourselves in this way that makes us seem, you know, stronger or more successful or more powerful than perhaps we really are. And so the fact that he's spending this much time pushing this image of himself out to the world, I think, is rather telling. Guys, take a listen to our friend Tina Patel, CBS LA. We had a chance to talk to a couple who pulled over right after this happened. They they didn't see the shooting. They saw the mother on the side of the road. Here's what they said she told them. 
I mean, she was hysterical, obviously. So it's my baby, my baby, my baby and we didn't know what happened right away. It took a bit to figure out that her son got shot. So she was driving another car up, I guess, um, passed her up. And uh, as she changed lanes, I guess they went behind her and it was like, we don't know. If, basically, they shot into the back of her car and they hit her son. You know, I'm thinking about the the mind frame of someone that would shoot into the back of a car of a woman with children in the car on the freeway. I mean, to me, it's very obvious, Wendy Patrick, since the little boy was on a booster, you could see that there's a child in the car. That is going to be one of the huge issues that no doubt will be litigated in this case is could they see the child? Does it matter? How did they shoot? So that is definitely going to be a consideration. How fast did it happen? Because you're right. We can look at these facts and look at the tragedy of what happened. But you can imagine, I'm going to put my defense attorney hat on for a minute because that's the way I started my career. The defense is going to argue exactly that, Nancy, that it wasn't obvious. But then the prosecution's going to come back and say, does it matter when you fire a gun, shouldn't you assume you're going to kill somebody, especially, obviously, we're going to look at what kind of gun was used. But that's going to be the counter argument. It's a great point. So where does this stand right now, Alexis Tereshchuk? What's next for these two? They are scheduled to appear in court in the district attorney in Orange County has said he gave them, as we heard, he gave them every opportunity to turn themselves in. He said, if you turn yourself in, this could be considered, he said, quote, a mitigating factor. So I will take that into consideration when charging you. But they did not turn themselves in. The police had tips. They they did their investigation. They found them. They arrested them. He said that is going to play a, a part in factor that they are going to. We have something called enhanced charges out in California, and it, it varies by county. It's up to the district attorney, and the Orange County district attorney has made it very clear that he is planning to use these enhanced charges, which make it, if it's a crime committed with a gun or against a child, lots of different reasons, it can extend the sentence by 25, 35, multiple years. Good. be on top of it. Good. Because not only do they shoot the little boy dead, then they leave mommy hanging in the wind, twisting in pain until the case is solved. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. 
With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.